0: Hello, U.S. History students. I'm currently recording at about 9 p.m. on a Sunday night after a Fresh Bills loss to the Cleveland Browns. I have Mrs. Monaco across from me on the couch. Say hi, Mrs. Monaco. Up? And she's super excited to hear our United States History Review on our, ci- on our Civil War test. And it is a beefy test, my friends. We have... 24 multiple choice questions all based on documents and two short essay question sets. So I'm planning on doing this review for somewhere between 10 and 15 minutes. Know that I'm going to go through all of the multiple choice reviews first. And then after that, I'll try to help you out as much as possible with the short essay document sets. First up on our multiple choice questions is our 16th president, Abraham Lincoln. During Lincoln's presidency, he has to deal with certain issues. For example, the southern states wanting to secede, S-E-C-E-D-E, secede. And what that meant was that southern states were worried about states' rights having their privileges taken away. And because of this, they wanted to leave the union. This had to do with all types of things like cotton production and the right of a state to have slavery, but inevitably, Lincoln thought that war between the North and South was unavoidable. So because Southern states wanted to secede, he thought that war between the North and South was unavoidable, mostly because he wanted to preserve the Union. And he will eventually fight for things like slaves' rights, which means that he wanted to support freedom across the United States. So underneath any questions about Lincoln, know that he had to again fight for the rights of states by stopping Southern states from seceding. He believed truly that war between the North and South was unavoidable and that he was somebody who supported freedom across all of the United States. And because he had to deal with things like states' rights, You'll see a few multiple-choice questions specifically on that topic, and there are certain ideas that come up underneath states' rights. The first is something that you've already heard me say. It's that idea of secession or seceding. A state should have the right to leave the union if they don't believe that their voice is being heard. Now, Abraham Lincoln wanted, of course, rights to have their individual freedoms, but would not allow them to secede. He wanted to preserve the Union and thought that the United States would be a much more powerful country whole than split into different countries. Um, I, I'm listening. What's the difference between this and your live thing? Uh, this is like a radio thing that they could listen to just with their ear pods. The, the live thing, I suppose, has more of a visual aid. Mm. Either. Post-its. Same post-its, though. That's a good question, Mrs. Monaco. Thanks. Maybe some people don't feel like looking at my ugly mug. Or maybe some people are worried that their iPhones are going to explode because it's too much handsome and their screen's going to crack. That's definitely what it is. Knew it. State rights. (laughs) Go on with the learning. Anyways. No, I will not make out with you. God, Mrs. Monaco, I'm trying to. They don't watch Billy Madison not talking about Billy Madison. I'm trying to conduct a podcast here. Trying to make out with me. Calm down. Go back to your letters of wreck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Other issues that come up in states rights are the 10th amendment, the idea of nullification where a state can vote to have a federal law not be followed. And an example of that would be the Kentucky-Virginia Resolution. Now, on to African-American lives during the Civil War. Of course, during the Civil War, a major topic was slavery. So, African-Americans would be recruited by the Union or by the Northern Army to help defeat the Confederacy. We also know that before the Civil War, Blacks were kidnapped in the north under the fugitive slave law and they were supposed to be returned for a reward back to southern states. This led to movements like the abolitionist movement. If you were an abolitionist that meant you opposed slavery. One example that you'll see on the test is a famous abolitionist, Frederick, excuse me, Frederick Douglass, okay? And there will be other issues of slavery like the Dred Scott decision. Dred Scott was a slave who traveled north into free territory. However, because he traveled back to the south, he argued that since he had been in free territory, he was no longer a slave. The Supreme Court will rule that slaves are property, and no matter where you take them, they will always remain your property. This decision will divide the north and south even further over the issue of slavery. Now, between the north and the south, There are different advantages and disadvantages. The North, of course, will have more industry, more factories, more of that coal and iron. This will also allow them to have more transportation advantages, uh, specifically with railroads and choo choos. The South, however, will also have a different effect from the Industrial Revolution. They're, of course, going to have an increased desire for cotton and also tobacco, but... We'll focus on the cotton because of Eli Whitney's invention of the cotton gin. Short for cotton engine. I always wondered that. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. Do they use cotton to filter gin when they make it? I didn't know. Short for engine. It makes me wonder what other gins they had back then. Anyways... The increased cotton production will lead to an increased need for slaves, of course, a hot topic during the Civil War. And our last topic for the multiple choice, as we're reaching the six-and-a-half-minute mark, are women's lives. Do you remember the famous women's convention held in New York that we pass every time we go through the throughway? Are you asking me? I am. I'm looking right at you, baby. Can you ask the question again? Sure. Which women's rights convention was held in New York? The state or the city? The state. It is not... It is the Seneca Falls Convention. No, it wasn't even close. Nothing. I was like Susan B. Anthony, Rochester. Susan B. Anthony took cold baths her entire life, and when her doctor told her to start taking warm ones, she died two weeks later. Mm. Tough stuff. That's all right. Ask me another question later. Before you Sure. No, I'll ask you another women's rights one. Okay. Where is a woman's place? I'm silent on purpose so I don't cuss at you on your podcast. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> well, that's true. Keep that's, your hands off of me. I'm trying to right. help abuse. <laughs> all right. Well, if you didn't know, because of industrialization and new factories creating easier ways to create products, women's labor was less valuable at home. So they had to go out and find jobs in these factories, but this led to insecure economic positions. It was, uh, it was, (laughs) and women were unsure where they would be able to find money or a source of income. They believed that their civil rights were being violated by men. Defeat the patriarchy. Mm. And, of course, the women's rights movement was influenced by the abolitionist movement. If freed black men were able to gain their rights, then why shouldn't white women as well? Hot dog. That was a fast eight and a half minutes, if you ask me. However, that was only the multiple choice. Let's take a look at your short essay responses. Now, in the short essay responses, you only have two documents to read, and in those two documents, you have two bullets to answer. So no intro, no conclusion, just answer each bullet as a paragraph. And the first bullet for each one is going to be describing the historical context or the causes of the document. The first set of documents have to do with slavery. Okay. You have Harriet Beecher Stowe, Uncle Tom's Cabin, and Frederick Douglass, What to the Slave is the Fourth of July. Both are documents we've done in class, but the historical context surrounding these documents is the increasing tension between the North and South and sectionalism in the United States. Uh, in this idea of sectionalism, the United States was split up into different parts that held different moral, economic, and political beliefs. Uh, You could also go as far back as to the original uh, bringing of slaves over to the United States. Even as far back, I guess, as Christopher Columbus, if you could tell the story. But after you give me the causes of slavery in the United States or causes of tensions between the North and South, the next paragraph, you either have to tell me the cause and effect of the documents. How did one document cause the other? How are they similar or different Both of them explain hardships for uh, African-American slaves or even freed African-Americans during the Civil War. So a similarity there would be pretty simple. Or a turning point. The turning point you could write about would be the Civil War. The second set of documents you have to answer, as I'm flipping through the test right now, have to do with Abraham Lincoln's Gettysburg Address and the Emancipation Proclamation. And instead of answering the second bullet, you'll have to answer whether the audience, purpose, bias, bias, or point of view affects the document's reliability. Tough stuff. But keep in mind that the historical context of both the Gettysburg Address and the Emancipation Proclamation is the Civil War. Both of them were made in order to help the North gain an advantage during this time period. Now... As for audience, purpose, bias, or point of view, I would go with point of view or bias. Both of them have the same one. The bias or point of view come from Abraham Lincoln. He cre- Did you just take a snap of me? Yeah, I did. Was it a picture or a video? Just a picture. Why would you do that? And let him, Mrs. Sullivan, know. Whatever. The bias or point of view both come from Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln creates the Gettysburg Address. He creates the Emancipation Proclamation. So the reliability of the source, in my opinion, is that it's something you can trust because it comes from a president in charge of our country at that time. If you wanted to argue the opposite, that it makes it an unreliable source, it's because he is clearly somebody who is an abolitionist and opposes slavery. All right? Thanks, Mrs. Monaco. As always, your help is useless. (laughs) That was a fast 12 minutes, but it is everything you need to know for a United States history test. I'll be doing another live on Instagram, and hopefully you use these tools to get the best grade possible. Thank you for listening. (laughs) I can't talk this afternoon. Evening. It's like 9 at night. Good luck on the test. I'll see you all later.